This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This is your crew with Nerdolution, starring me, Jaime, uh, and my co-host, Danny and Lewis. Danny, take it away. Hey there, everyone. Good to see you tonight. Lewis. What's up, world? What's going on? So, we got uh, some fun topics tonight. Uh, we, have done, we have lived lives. Hey, I don't know if anybody caught the game last night, that special game. The Field of Dreams game, but we have our baseball correspondent, uh, Danny Bricker, who's going to tell us all about it. Ooh, did, did I just get a raise? <laughs> um, you got a new title. No, but you got a gift coming in the mail. A new title. I, I like it. No, you, your gift basket's in the mail. <laughs> all right. Those uh, mail gift baskets that we are famously known for sending out, or famously known mm -hmm. for failing to send out. Yeah, so um, the... Field of Dreams game in Iowa, based on the movie, was between the Yankees and they were visiting the White Sox last night in Iowa, right where they filmed the movie, the 1989 Kevin Costner and James Earl Jones movie uh, about ghosts. Because who are you going to call? Shoeless Joe Jackson. <laughs> so put, put Shoeless Joe Jackson in the Hall of Fame. Let's not put uh, Evander Kane in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh Neither. No Hall of Fames for Evander Kane. The, the, the Gambling Hall of Fame. How about that? Uh, he'll probably gamble himself to the top. Nah. Keep him out. Play ball! So, Field of Dreams was about the famous If You Build It, He Will Come voice that Kevin Costner hears. So, he builds a baseball field in his backyard, and the 1919 White Sox emerge. Well, actually, Shoeless Joe Jackson comes first. They emerge from the corn. Uh, they host the baseball game. They go on a magical baseball journey, and he plays catch with his long-lost dead dad. Well, I guess not long. So, so question. Very nice. Is that yes. part of the movie? That's part of the movie, right? That's the movie. That's the big part of the movie. Yeah, that's that's the that's the plot. Okay. Because the movie is just about corn and baseball, and that's what happened last night at the game. So I believe this was originally planned for 2020 between the White Sox, the current day White Sox, and the Yankees. I believe in the movie it might be the New York Giants. I don't think it's the Yankees, but I have to go back and check. I haven't seen the film for a while. Uh, but they planned this, but then obviously COVID uh, happened, and as it shut down a lot of things around here, it shut down baseball for a while. So I think they just had the field sitting there for over a year. And they finally had the game yesterday, and uh, there were there was a lot of home runs into the corn, you know. I saw I saw a Twitter video of them. Uh, I don't know who it was. I think it was uh, like an ESPN video, and they go, oh, and there it goes yeah. into the corn again. And I thought I saw somebody running in the corn. Like, was there somebody in the corn that was running around trying to catch those balls? They they probably had workers in there. I, I know the bullpens were out there, and I don't know if they had, like, kids. I'm, I'm sure they wanted to keep the baseballs because they were like, that's the first baseball ever, or that's the first home run ever hit in the state of Iowa. Oh, yeah, because it was the— Which there's never been in Iowa. It's the first ever professional baseball game in Iowa, right? Is that, is that the last state for it to happen? Yeah, yeah. 
I'm sure now there's a couple other teams. Uh, I, I know there's college ball and minor league teams, uh, but not every state has a baseball team. Right. Obviously. But um, um, as far as a professional game, is Iowa the last state for there to not have been a game? I'm not too sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's been no games in Alaska. Well, we that well, actually, well, we got some uh, some wonderful feedback. Uh, that would be last time we recorded a podcast about googling something. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. Um, no, it's a it's a fair criticism that we have to do our due diligence, but uh, maybe who knows? Uh, that's something that we'll have to look up, and maybe we'll post it on Facebook. Uh, any retractions that we have uh, regarding the episode? So any re-edits? So make sure to follow us on all social. Yes, media. follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us at. Facebook.com slash Nerdolution Podcast. You can follow us at Nerdolution on Instagram and at Nerdolution on Twitter. 100 years, Nerdolution.com. NerdolutionAdventures.com.adventures. Um, so, anyway, about the baseball game. And, uh, wait, can we, can we insert a Rick and Morty uh, burp there? Roll, roll the tape. Uh, oh, well, okay. <laughs> never mind. Well, that, that worked. Well done. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Well, well done. I love that. There you go. Well done. Bravo, bravo. I'm going to add that to my voiceover tape. Uh, but, but in regards to the baseball game, uh, it looked like a lot of fun. It looked like they were having a lot of fun. Uh, the opening for that I thought was really cool, too. Yes, that was amazing. Uh, we shared that in our little group chat. Oh, it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. The, the speech he gave was the, the, the oh, Kevin Costner yeah. speech was very beautiful. And I feel like it was poignant for the for COVID's sake. I guess I don't know. That's maybe not the right way to say it, but as I know that he had that written for that specific game and it being out there for the dreams and stuff. But it was very much like you could remove the baseball context out of it; it would still probably work as like a general call to like let's let's raise our spirits let's let's get up you know we have stuff to do we have lives to live let's keep going forward even though covid's fucking shit plus the music they played the music oh. from the movie which was very beautiful so i i think that definitely lent to that uh speech and everything you just said very inspiring music the theme and i know they had a small bit with james earl jones which uh he wasn't there because he's like 90 so that's understandable you you know what I really liked about that though that opening was the cinematography. Oh yeah, really... the, having the drones. Dude, the fly cinematography in and out. was just like, uh, well, not only that, but the cinematography was like on point. And I hope that at some point, um, Danny can take some notes on that and make DB International a thing with those cinematography shots, as he's he's officially the teacher at his school for film class. It's full circle for him. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. I, I, I wanted to kind of throw that one in there. <laughs> well, I'll probably be taking an executive producer slash shadow director, you know, because it's about the kids. Tell us your journey to get there real quick. Um, yeah, so the teacher that taught it has moved on, and I jumped on it. Like, <laughs> funny enough, so for those that don't know, we all started uh, working at Target. I worked there a little bit before Jaime and Lewis. They were at after my time at Target, but you know, I met them through mutual friends. I started on the sales floor. 
And the day that the electronics person that was quitting, I put in my notice, I said, I want to work electronics. And then I got it. So that was kind of like the same thing I did here. I knew that person was leaving. I'm like, hey, I want to teach that class. I have the experience. Uh, and I had, I had to do a bit of asking around and they gave me the class. It's all official. It was approved. And I went in there today and I was playing with the cameras trying to get used to the Macs because I hate Macs. I just, I don't like the interface, uh, but I kind of, there are Macs in there. So I was playing around with it. Uh, so instead of doing more important setup for the kids coming back to school, uh, I, I mean, I did most of my setup, but you know, I'm going to have a very busy weekend doing work and also doing a 5k race, which 45 minutes is my goal. So I hope I make that goal. Sorry to throw that. No, out. Hey, we're going to need an update, buddy. We'll need an update. Yeah, we'll get an update next week on the 5K, but you went from being a student, right, at that school, at a school, learning, learning, no. at yeah. a school, not the school, but at a school to learn. Then you went to college, right, and you, you did, you took Yeah, my, we had a, we had a filmmaking class at El Camino, mm -hmm. class of 06, and filmmaking class, and that's where the wonderful El Enye came from. That was a Span AP Spanish final project. It rose my grade from a D to a C, so oh, okay. not only was that my first film, and I use the air quotations because it's a 20-minute uh, movie that only I care about, but, you know, to me, it's personal. <laughs> to, to me, it's an accomplishment. Uh, then I went to CSUN. I went to film school, more specifically screenwriting. I worked for Tyler Perry a little bit. I worked on a Lifetime movie, which, um, you know, I got to be on Lifetime. And then I became a teacher, and now I'm teaching filmmaking. That's really awesome. Speaking of films, Lewis, another correspondent of ours, went on a little adventure. And it has to do with the film that was released, uh, was it a month ago? Two months ago? Something like that? Back in March. Was it March? Yeah, really? this was... Or May. It might have been May. Because we talked about it in our, in our friends. This is definitely earlier this year. Yeah. It was earlier this year, in 2021. Uh, so, Lewis, tell us a little bit about that. So, in promotion for this movie, okay, I'll, I'll actually back up even further. So, the way I even found out about this was through an app called Fever. It's basically an app to find local things to do. Some of it is kind of simple, like there's candlelit dinners with like a, string, a quartet band playing that. Uh, the menu matches the music or experiences like the, the Banksy art exhibit that's out now or something like that. But sometimes you'll find little hidden gem stuff. Uh, the first thing we did with the app, because uh, Angela showed it, well, Angela, my girlfriend showed it to me. Uh, we went to a Stranger Things drive through experience. This was, COVID was still big. You know, even in the car, we still wore our masks and stuff like that. So we went through it. And they did it downtown LA in a huge parking lot out there uh, with multiple levels. They're using, cinematically using the levels to try to get you through parts of the Stranger Things seasons. And at the roof, they had a final, like, kind of little mini stunt show for you to watch. And then merchandise afterwards. So, based off that ad, once... I downloaded it and I started looking through it. I was like, oh, there's some cool stuff. We favorited some stuff in case it ever opens up again. And right around the time, 
they were doing promotion for Army of the Dead, the Zack Snyder Netflix movie. It was put out on Fever as a waitlisted option to do a Army of the Dead VR experience called Viva Las Vengeance, where you take the role <laughs> of one of those fighters, that's, and you're. That's an I, awesome it's a name. great name. It's a fantastic name for an experience. Um, you're put as one of those fighters, like Batista was in the movie, and you're given uh, a headset and hand trackers. You get a gun, and you're told, "Okay, you got to defend this taco, this armored taco truck," as you go and pick up, um, like, uh, what is it? You pick up a convoy of lost survivors people, or something survivors like inside of Las Vegas. And wait, were there real tacos after the VR experience? I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to the food afterwards because the food was a big. <laughs> oh, here we go. The food was a big thing afterwards. So okay, when I saw I'm it, I I told Angela, "Look, it's VR. It's this Netflix movie. It's a zombie movie. Like, let's check it out." So I, as soon as the tickets went online, I got tickets early afternoon. Done. It was gonna be in Century City. And while we waited, we just we didn't see anything for the movie or anything like that until that Saturday that we went. So Saturday morning, we woke up, we were watching the movie, and honestly, Angela was very hesitant because she thought it was going to be a zombie movie comedy a la Zombieland, where it's sarcastic and actually more funny than scary. But this is a Zack Snyder film. There's comedy. But you're seeing blood and guts and explosions everywhere. It was very much an action movie. Oh, and you see a zombie tiger. Oh, yeah. There's a zombie tiger. And I I can reach for it over there. I'll show you the picture afterwards. So oh, we, okay. yeah, we, we watched the movie. We got ready. We went. And we parked in the parking garage. And they told us, you have to go to the fifth floor of the garage to get to the experience. So we take the elevator up. And as soon as the elevator, like, they've themed it, so as soon as you open the doors to the elevator, you see the entrance, you see everything, everyone's dressed up. Everyone that works for the experience is in character. So they're they're saying, oh, are you here for the experience? Okay, come in, we're going to check you in, you pick an avatar, you pick a gun, you pick a sight or a laser, laser point, you have a choice between a rifle or a shotgun, depending on how bad your shot is. Um, you pick a call name, like you put your information, but you pick a call name as well. Um, and, and you, you get teamed up. It's every truck is six people. There are four people standing, two people sitting split three and three, three on each side. And it's a full experience. You get into an actual taco truck. It's a full simulator with the VR, with the hand trackers. It's obviously unlimited ammo, and you don't have to reload. And it is immersive. It is 100% you are in it. It's a good thing you don't have to reload because, you know, that totally takes me out of movies. Whenever I watch a movie where they're shooting like a million bullets yeah. out of one magazine, I'm like, really? Uh. Yeah. But it's a VR experience. John Wick always reloads. John Wick always reloads. He does. Yeah. So... Yeah, right. You know the the actual 
going through from the check-in to getting into the truck. Obviously very immersive. You're in it. They're playing the zombie noises in the background and movie noise and explosions. You hear like other experiences. You hear other people yelling and stuff. So it's really immersive. They actually get some of the actors to reprise their role as part of the experience. Not physically. They're doing it through video. But once you're in the taco oh, okay, truck. Okay. I was going to ask, was was uh, was Dave Bautista there? Oh, come on. I would have made a huge stink if it, Dave Bautista was there. I would have recorded a video specifically for the podcast and then for ourselves of Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista. He, <laughs> he, he was there in spirit. He was in the cornfield. He was the ghost of Dave Bautista. <laughs> you, know, you know, he did that, uh, that uh, was it Netflix? Or Disney Plus, the streamer. Oh, the stream. Oh, Disney Plus. Yeah, like yeah. the the yeah, like the whole bundle yeah. thing. But anyway, so so what? Okay, so as you're going through, if you stream it, he will come. I'll file myself on file. Oh, self file. <laughs> self file. Okay, fine, fine, fair. So let me ask some questions here. So mm-hmm. you get in the truck, right? You're in the truck. Does the truck move? Yes. It's a full simulator. Like someone's driving uh, through the parking, through the parking. No, field? no, they're not driving it, but it's a full Star Tours like simulator. Oh, okay, okay. I was, I was literally about to ask, is it like yep. Star Tours? Full Star Tours simulator. Um, if you're in a seated position, you your seat actually kind of rocks back and forth too. So the truck moves and your seat moves. Oh, nice. Okay. And it's full 360. Like so, as you're moving, as you're moving through this. As you're moving through the experience, yes. right? Um, I'm sure. Oh, geez. I'm sure that you recorded photos, videos that we can post on our Facebook so that people can see this as a visual aid. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got I've got photos of the general general vibe. I have photos of the scoring system, and um, you can see me and Angela's scores and our accuracy and all that stuff. It's very actually intuitive. Um, we also have. Who won? Who won? Uh, I I won, I beat her. Who? But I was I think out of the six of us, I think I was in fourth place. No, I was in third place. She was fourth. If if you if you to quote Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you're last. Well, if you shoot them, they will die. Oh, and I shot them all right. I thought I thought you were gonna go shoot them all like God sort them out. So they they actually make a point throughout the experience as you're leading up to the truck to say body shots don't kill only stumble headshots kill and so they made a big emphasis so i was like fuck it that's headshot say that one more time body shots only stumble headshots kill let's get ready to rumble that's a reference that i don't get all right upset filing on that one i think he was just trying he was just trying to rhyme probably yeah I guess I'm a poet and I don't even know it. E- easy, Johnny Cochran. Come on. Hey, if the glove don't fit, you must have quit. Yeah. If you can't stop looking in the mirror, we know who won't be coming to L.A. anymore. Out of fear that uh, he's going to get attacked by the uh, killer. Well, I mean, he needs to move away from that house of mirrors. Oh. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, I'll allow it. It'll it'll reveal the real killer. I activated my own self-trap <laughs> card by looking in the mirror and realizing I did it. What if he wrote a book about doing it? You know you know what would suck? We're not even considering. What if he 
what I think we have one listener in Vegas. I'm assuming it's Jared. Hello, Jared. But what if the one listener in Vegas was OJ and we just alienated him by making fun of him? I mean, how are you how are you gonna? Well, hello to the world. How you doing? Hey man, <laughs> how you gonna alienate the? Hey, t- if he listens to this podcast and we get something on Twitter, that'd be I'll fun. Th- hey, I'll take the heat for it. You can come at me at Sensei La Beetle. Come at me. Just remember, the juice is loose. Tweet directly at me. Tweet with my handle and the Nerdlution handle, and I'll take the clout for it. Let's go. Let's get famous. We we're calling you out, OJ. Bring your Bronco. The what the 96 bronco or the 2021 bronco Ooh. i'm sure he upgraded by now yo don't knock the bronco I'm sure he's driving something don't up. knock the new broncos Those look anyway good. off topic let's get back on topic with the experience so the experience uh once you finish you get the screens with the scores of the truck and everything like that mm-hmm. then obviously like everything else there's a merch stand you get a couple things i got uh, i got a new work bag out of it Came with a jur- a little mini journal and a water bottle, a metal water bottle. Um, it's actually oh nice, the- like a canteen. Kinda, yeah. Uh, and the the bag you'll like this, Jaime. It's a canvas bag, but it's a military grade canvas. Bag. Ooh, do you have a? Can I see it? Like it's hard. It's the, oh, it's a OG like army green, and it's that hard shit, and it's metal pieces too. Mm. So it's durable. It's gonna be for those of you who don't know, for those of you who don't know, I was in the United States Marine Corps. You were? Shout oh, out to the Marines. They make you yell. I was. Hey. They make you do the oorah all the time. Oh, that's wonderful. I was a Marine for eight years, and, you know, it is what it is. Anyway. Man, once you're a Marine, you're a Marine for life. Hey, once a Marine, always a Marine is what they say. There's no such thing as a as a ex-Marine. There's always former Marines unless you were discharged dishonorably. Then you're just a piece of garbage. Um. One of the merch things that they let you do, though, is they have a green screen where you can take a photo. Mm-hmm. Sadly, you can only take, it's only one pose, but they have four backgrounds to choose from. Now, I, you print two, and you get two texted to you. So I have those text ones. I'll, I'll, um, I'll share it with the universe um, once this episode goes up. But one of the printed ones that stayed here at the house, actually, the explosion, the boys can see it right now. Yeah. Wow. That's fun. That's good. Awesome. Good stuff, man. I like it. I, I like that frame yeah, too. It's, you know, oh, it's yeah. not the it's not Pretty a metal bad. frame or anything. It's not a it's kind of cheap, but it's high quality. They went all out for it. I have the other it one. It is not cheap. That's that's glossy. That, that's nice. But that's like the the font and coloring from the movie and such. Mm-hmm. They definitely kept everything super in theme. Speaking of staying in theme, the food so oh ooh, let's talk about that that is something that these netflix experiences are really hitting on point with when we went to the stranger things event they were very in they were very much in uh in that universe food so they had mall i guess the big thing was malls so they had the ships ahoy ice cream we could get like a scoop or two of their their name their their branded ice cream get popcorn in the old 80s movie box popcorn oh Uh, oh nice hot dogs they had basically mall food hot dogs pretzels things like that Mm -hmm. for this because it's vegas they went with a little stand called sin city tacos oh what is that uh they had they had i'm gonna pull up the menu real quick 
that I remember. They had all kinds of great stuff. First of all, they had cocktails, uh, like a zombie margarita. A zombie Rita? Ooh. Mm-hmm. But they also... You're speaking my language. They also had the Bloody Paloma. Ooh, I love Palomas. And all, honestly, all of the, all of those drinks were, like, we had, we had the Bloody Paloma, mm-hmm. and it was delicious, man. It was kicking. Uh, was it to die for? Kind of, yeah, because it was good, to, it was great tequila, great tequila. Will it turn you into a zombie? Oh, you stole my thunder. I'm no. sorry. No, you know what? I, I mean, sadly, happily, I don't know. I mean, we're... well, if you drink enough of them, you'll become a zombie. I know, right? Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, Sin City Tacos. Um, they had zombie mulitas. Ooh. Uh, which for those of you who don't know what a mulita is, that's basically like a quesadilla with with meat on top inside of the actual quesadilla. But it's like two to- it's two tortillas as opposed to one. Yeah. So they had barbacoa beef, grilled adobo chicken, chile verde, which is pork, al pastor, and then they went vegan because mm. it's LA. You have to go vegan. Um. So they had that. They had tacos alpha, which were soft tacos, with uh, getting, getting hungry, with the caramelized cheese. And then they had Sinner's Fajita Tacos, which were soft tacos without the cheese, but they add fajitas and avocado on it. They had a regular quesadilla and a Viva Burrito, which, you know, normal attributes of burrito. They had loaded street tacos, uh, loaded street corns. The, The margaritas, they had, you know, seltzers, liquid. They had Liquid Death out there. Uh-huh. Shout out to Liquid Death. Oh, that's delicious. Uh, up-and-coming water company, which I very much support because they are metal as fuck. Not just in the cans, but the fucking... The merchandise is pretty goddamn metal. Um, and shout out to Jarritos and Pepsi for being the soda representation out there. Oh, nice. So, good stuff. I mean, look, the food was excellent. It was great. I definitely... I definitely loved the experience. Uh, had a, had a lot of fun. They will stay open supposedly until September, till about mid to late September. So, I mean, I I'm willing to put it out there. It is a six man team per truck. I'd like to go. I want to go. We're already three. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's do this as a as a podcast group. And Angela already said she's down for another for another go round. Live podcast. So that's four people. Okay, we need that's four. two other people. And we what we have to do though for maximum carnage. We have to split ourselves down the line and be honest with ourselves. There's one, there's gonna be three shotgunners, there's gonna be three rifles. I'll take a rifle. I may have to switch up and get the shotgun because I want rifle. I want rifle with the red dot. Ooh. I I feel like because zombies, I think the shotgun, and then this is uh, reminding me of the flood and Halo, which are space zombies. You know, and it's always best to take out the flood with the shotgun. Uh, so I volunteer a yeah. shotgun. I I feel like shotgun would work too because these are not okay. These are not the slow Shaun of the Dead zombies. These are more. These are in between the fast Romero zombies. 
and the Shaun of the Dead slow zombies. These are kind of in the middle. They they got their cardio work, but they're also not going to win Olympic gold in the 100-meter dash. Nice. Speaking of which, at some point, we're going to have to talk about the Olympics because they're over, and thank God. Ugh. What a cluster let, that was. Let me was, get my huh? smarter half who was, who was watching. Shout out once again to Angela for taking the bullet and watching the Olympics for all of us. But we got a shout out section coming up later, so we could talk about that. So we're we're all up for it. The only thing I'm I'm a little sad about that they didn't have is they didn't have like little, they, they didn't have figures. the The Stranger Things thing had like pop figures you could buy, but this didn't have any of that. So I'm kind of just like, eh, you know, I, it. I think I think Stranger Things was a bigger franchise, but the, I mean I think they're gonna do an Army of the Dead sequel. I know they got that prequels yeah they had they, they had a poster I, I for think... the the prequel the um i think it's army of thieves army yeah. of thieves or something right so if they do another army of the dead movie we might start seeing figures for those but you know i feel i feel like it's just uh too too soon you know that for a new fan but you know i could be wrong I, always i'm just i don't know the collector in me Loves to collect shit from everywhere and everything. Apparently, I missed an opportunity that same weekend for it. Didn't know. Maybe. And we'll talk about that. So, yeah, there is a missed opportunity there. But, uh, you know, this weekend, this past weekend, I helped out one of our uh, loyal listeners this past weekend uh, doing... The loyalist listener we had. The most loyal... Well, one of two loyal listeners, because I Rick, Rick is one of our loyals. Uh, and Rob, who I helped out this weekend at the Pasadena Toy Robo Fair. Hey, Robo Toy hey, Fair. We're, I think we're just going to ignore the fact that we have a dedicated female listener? Toy-Con robot fan. Well, we have that too. There's no, there's, we're not disparaging anybody who's not listening, but I'm just saying, for those who do listen, uh, they get a nice little shout-out. So be on the listen for that. Uh, so I helped Rob this past weekend. Uh, I took my truck up there and, uh, we went to the Pasadena, uh, convention center and we set up at a booth and, uh, I had taken some B-roll footage that I was going to add to the, uh, Nerdolution Facebook page, but some of the files got corrupted. I didn't take very many photos. I wish I had. Um, we basically started a day at six in the morning. Uh, loaded up my truck with all kinds of really fun stuff that he sold at the uh, at this toy fair. Um, he had a lot of Star Wars stuff. He had some wrestling stuff. Um, he had some. He had a box for like a dollar, and it was kind of funny because the things that people were asking for at this toy fair, which kind of really didn't fit the theme for the toy fair. Like some lady asked, "Oh, do you have any Halo?" I was like, "No." Okay, and she walked off. Uh, there was a little girl who uh, walked up and was like, "Do you have any? Uh, do you have any Teen Titan stuff?" And we just happened to have one little thing in the dollar little bin that Rob had, and she bought it. You know, Rob had randomly had a Teen Titans action figure. No, it was like a little uh, oh. grab bag toy, oh. I guess, for Teen Titans. Um, so we get there, we set up. Uh, he built this little G.I. Joe uh, stand, which I took a picture of the guy who bought it. So props to that guy. Uh, I talked him into that sale, which was kind of funny. 
did you tell him to listen to the podcast too? No, unfortunately. Look, Aww. this is a missed opportunity, and I'm going to put it out there because I messed up. This past weekend, I created a link tree for us. So on that link tree link, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook. And soon you'll find a mysterious update with uh, two new things that I'm teasing now. I'm not saying what they are, but they will be on the link tree. And uh, so we Is get it there. the uh, hamburger stand we're going to open up? Uh, oh, the pop-up shop? Oh, yes. why, why are we talking about that? Shh. We're not supposed to talk about that. Shh. Secret, uh, secret. Uh, so, so... Next, you're going to ruin the fucking tequila that we're making. Damn it. Why? Why Why you got to do that? Uh, God damn it. I goaded me into ruin it. God damn it. We're totally not working with The Rock, if that's what you guys think. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not drop that out of the fucking... Oh, come on, man. Oh, oh why did I do that? Wait, wait. You guys are working with The Rock? I mean, you can find him everywhere in the jungle. <laughs> Danny, Danny, if you look at that black window in the Discord, that, like, hidden window, that's him listening in, waiting for his moment to be dropped in. Like, I had his music queued up so he could get introed in. He pops up with the... Now, now, no. Because, I'm, I'm just going to text family. him no. And, text him no. And he's gone. Yeah, he left. And he's right. gone, unfortunately. And, so we set, and up, we set up at the uh, toy fair. And Rob had built this G.I. Joe base. And when he walked in, uh, I guess the cart wobbled and it fell. Yeah. But the toy is complete. It, was, it wasn't damaged or anything. It just kind of fell apart. Uh, yeah. We set up uh, at, the, uh, at our specific booth. Um, I have a photo of that, which I did post on our Facebook or on our uh, Instagram, I should say, of Rob and saying that we were there. So... Uh, I'm gonna say it was a missed opportunity because I didn't have all that. I didn't have anything prepared for to pass out to people to listen to the podcast. Next time, which will be in Simi Valley, we as a group are gonna do a field trip. So I'm calling it now. We're doing a field trip to Simi Valley Toy Fair. Uh, be there or be square. Yes. Buy some damn merch. So we'll uh, we'll have more information as it gets closer. I'll be posting more information about that. So for pictures. I helped him out with the toys. Yes. I helped him out with toys. I walked around, got some B-roll footage, but it again, it didn't really uh didn't pan out the way I wanted to. But um at that toy fair I met somebody who worked on the Roland Emmerich Godzilla film. One of my favorite <laughs> movies. Uh who was the actual Godzilla in the suit. No way! You didn't know there was a suit. Yes, I met the, the gentleman. And Is that I, for like CGI practice shots and stuff? No, they did or, like the practical, or, oh, the, like the practical, like the actual, like you know, in the in the scene where the in film suit. Yes, where where there's a there's a scene where uh, Godzilla's hand is reaching in trying to grab Audrey. Oh, uh, okay. Like that, or or there was actual practical shots where he's in a like he had photos where he was in a suit and everything. Nice. <laughs> and I I got to I got in a conversation with him for a couple minutes and. Uh, Totally regret that I didn't get his autograph. I wanted it so bad, but I was like, maybe next time. I know. Was he? Wait, was he uh, selling in like photos? Because like I know. Yes, he, like he had photos. He had actual photos, set photos, and he would sign it and take a photo with me. That's so rad. And I dude. felt so bad that I didn't do it. So rad. But it was cool. And then there was people who were selling like like a lot of uh, Gundams and and kaiju's and all kinds of stuff. And the dude. In the booth next to us was selling a lot of the uh, the Voltron like figurines or or uh, he had a lot of Power Ranger figurines too like the 
Megazords and dude, you missed out. Like seriously, I, this dude he was super cool. Um, here's a problem. Here's a problem. If I would have you would have bought something. If I would have seen that table of Power Rangers shit, I would have any money that would have been made by me on that day would have been spent at that table. Yeah. You know what? You just gotta you just gotta trade. You know, I'll give you I'll give you this action figure for that for that. The, that probably would have been smarter. Yeah, probably would have been smarter. But you know, you know, at the end of it, people were like, "Hey, can I trade you for something?" And and uh, people were like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." So the guy that was sitting next to us uh, is GS Collectibles. Uh, he has an Instagram at Caballero de Bronce. So if you want to go check out his stuff, but we were there too. So if you want to check out Rob's. Uh, He's selling stuff on Instagram and on eBay and stuff like that. So if you want to uh, check out some of the items he has, you go to uh, Rebel underscore Blockade. I, I will say for his, I will say uh, this for, for Rob stuff. For Rob, uh, mm-hmm. do not go. I mean, you can buy through eBay if you trust eBay. Obviously, um, it's your personal preference. Don't you don't have to take my word for it. But apparently, there's a ton of fees that I've been making eBay not a valuable selling point for Rob. Mm-hmm. That's why like him selling toys. I has think he knows that. Play. Well he I, I learned it from him on his post. He'd rather sell to mm-hmm. you directly on Instagram than through eBay. So if you can, yeah and we're I'll vouch for him directly and I think the boys here will vouch as well. Rob's a stand up guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he will, honest. You know, whatever. He's a very honest person. He, he's not going to try to oversell because that's not his point. He's just trying to pass on these collectibles to people who are going to care about these collectibles. You know, yeah. If he can make a little scratch, he'll so, make some Oh, scratch. so here's the thing. So early on in the show, the trade show, there was a little girl. Oh, he had these um, Family Guy uh, plushies. This little girl walked up. She grabbed Lois. She wouldn't let go. And the oh. mom was like, no, you can't buy that. And I was like, no, you have to buy it. You have to buy it. Mm-hmm. And the little girl was, wouldn't let go of Lois. And then her mom was like, no, she can't buy it. And, and me and Rob were like looking at each other like, no, take the whole family. We'll, we'll sell you the entire family for Family Guy. Uh, but, it, but again, she didn't buy it. So, you know, the, fam, the, fam, the, the Griffins weren't purchased, unfortunately. At least they got to stay together. <laughs> yeah, they stayed together for the family, right? <laughs> Um, so it was pretty fun. Uh, we, uh, a lot of people came to his booth and, uh, he, so he sold, he sold a decent amount of merch. Uh, I actually talked the guy into the GI Joe, um, collectible that Rob had that little stand. Uh, Rob was selling it for 50 bucks and everybody kept walking up to it because it was complete. People were walking up to him and go, oh, I remember that. Oh, my God, it's complete. And then they'd walk away. Yeah. And I was like, I told Rob, the next person who comes by, I'm going to tell him, make me a deal. And then uh, some guy walks up. He had walked up twice because I, I watch when people walk up a couple times to see what they're looking at. And I, I kind of gauge their response. Ever the salesman that I am, the guy walked up and I go, I, go, I see that you've been looking at that uh, G.I. Joe stand he goes yeah <laughs> uh, it's complete but you know i was like make me uh, make me an offer at first it sounded like he said five dollars oh hell and me and i looked at rob i'm like no way dude. dude and the guy was like no 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 35 and then rob is like oh no i go how about 40 we meet you in the middle 40 the guy was like okay 
and I, I helped him sell it. You know, I punched it up a little bit, and uh, we were getting, you know, he was getting some good sales. Um, but it, overall, it was a really fun experience. Uh, um, it was probably like, I'd say like 40 tables or so at this convention. Guys. And there's a lot of, uh, you know who else was there? The, the actor from Lost, the, the, the Dharma Initiative. Um, God, no. He is the, uh, the, the doctor. The doctor, yeah, the doctor. The one in all the videos? Yes. He was there doing like signings. And, and I think for like 50 bucks, he, yes. No, well, no, not John Hammond. But he's in other things. He was like the Shredder in uh, uh, live action uh, Ninja Turtles. The, like yeah, Uncle the first Phil turtle from or Best Friends. No, not no, not the cartoon. The live action. I uh, he's Asian. Yeah, is it um, Asian gentleman? Yes, I can't think of his name. I think his lost character was Peter Chang. Something like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up real yeah, quick. I got I got nothing. Uh, I never got into Lost, so I am lost. Who will find it first? This is the sound of everyone. His name is Francois Chow. I knew he had some French name. Yeah. It's Francois Chow. It was the actor. He was really cool. Oh, you know who else was there? There was a couple couple of people who were, and this is for you, Lewis, and you missed out. Power Rangers. There's a couple Power Rangers there. One. I, I, the Red Ranger, there was like two Red Rangers and one Green Ranger. Which I, Red yeah, Ranger? Uh, <laughs> Star Force, I think. One of them was Star Force. I know that. Don't care. Any of the original? Uh, no. Well, I'm out. None no. of the original. But I, I mean, they were there signing, you know. Autographs Wait, you said a Green Ranger then, uh, was there. Was, was it? Was it Tommy Oliver? It was not Tommy. <gasps> nope. Well, nope. then I'm out. I'm good. I know. I know. But I know you like Power Rangers. Oh yeah, so I, I, I would brought that up. Oh, the the booth next to us was actually playing like uh, Godzilla films. Because uh, they had this big old interactive Wait. booth where they had movies and they were OG yes. black and white from Japan. Yes, OG go- black and white Godzilla. <gasps> yes, he was playing. They were playing that, and then they were also Gojira. playing the Star Wars special, the holiday special. <laughs> of course, yep. not the new one, yes, not the Lego they one. They played the holiday. No, the, the original Ewok celebration. Special. No, the what is it? Yeah, what? life the life day celebration, celebration, my friend. God, yes. Damn. Plus, plus the the first. The first appearance of Boba Fett of all places. Yeah, and the animated was in the, weird. Yeah, animated little he call, cartoon. Shorts. He calls every he calls everybody friend. Yeah, he does. He's like, hey, friend. And then, uh, and then, uh, there was a guy behind us who was telling his life story to like every person that was at the thing. He goes, oh, I used to work at, Fr- uh, oh yeah, I worked at Frank's and uh, I quit and I got a regular job and now I just sell toys for fun. I heard that. So he's us. at least forty times. Yeah. But he had a lot of like collectibles. He had a Gremlins collectible and some other stuff. Again, not really paying attention to what he had. I was helping Rob. Um, You're focused on the task at hand. But yeah, I was focused at the task at hand and getting some sales from. Him. Yeah, brother. Had to get a little aggressive. But we sold some. He sold some stuff. I helped him sell that GI Joe. Hey, 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 you know the um, golden rule. As a little bonus, I mean, you know the golden rule. Uh-huh. ABS always be selling. Oh yeah, but this is this is a visual thing. Co- uh, coffee is for sellers. Yeah, this is a visual thing for people. But uh, this is what he gave me. Oh right. hey, I, he gave me a uh, for helping him out. He gave me a Star Wars Return of the Jedi Black Series Boba Fett. That is fucking rad. 
And then uh, we ended we ended our day around four o'clock. We just rolled up, put everything away, dropped everything off his house. I came home. Wait, this is this is going to be a reference for Rob. I'm sh- I'm surprised you didn't give him a constable Zuvio. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have accepted that. Oh God. And and well, let, Rob, me, let I, me be honest. I know I know you got one. He does. But let me be. I I think it was in the two for ten dollar bin. The two for ten bin. Con- Zuvio. Yeah, I think so. It might have been in there. Can but can I can I just say all the times I've watched Force Awakens, I've never seen Zubio. Maybe maybe in passing, but like I'm like, where's Zubio? Where is he? Zubio, for those that don't know, was uh, when the first toy lines came out. That was like one of the people, Constable Zubio. He had like this weird hat and like his it's like some kind of alien and like a spear uh, or uh, in. I don't I know what it is in the movie. Mm. Yeah. Um, but so far, like, the Toy Fair was really fun. Uh, we ha- I-, I have to say, we- I had a lot of fun. And uh, I feel like, yes, it was a missed opportunity. And, yes, we, will, we Nerdolution, will be there. And we will be recording a live podcast at the next one at Simi. Simi Valley. At the very least. So that's if, actually not if, far from where they, you guys if live. If we don't record a live podcast from the show, we will at the very least record videos talking to the random people we meet yes and we'll do maybe an after show or a next day show live videos that you could see later yes well we'll post them on our facebook instagram twitter but yeah so, um, i thought yeah take a shot hold on hold on um i believe you have a dealer <laughs> no 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 it's i always make fun of danny for saying um when he talks i always edit him out as many as i can and i i was making fun of me by making fun of you. Burritos. <laughs> you thought the, you thought that joke was at your expense, it was at Mike's. <laughs> like Are you, sure you about think that? I'm gonna stab you? No. Stab himself. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> so this is gonna hurt me so more I, than it hurts oh you. God. So overall I had a really good time with uh with Wow. <laughs> so shout out to Rob for uh selling some toys and uh you can find him on Instagram at, at rebel underscore blockade. Uh, on Instagram. You know where you're not so, going to find them? At the Star Wars Hotel? Oh, Star Wars Galactic Cruiser. Oh, it's a geez. cruiser. It's a cruise line. It's not a cruise line. Yeah, it is. It's a pretend cruise. It's a pretend cruise. It, there's, they're not on the ocean. It's a hotel. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's not a cruise. It's a hotel. It's, it's, it's it themed is. like a cruise. It's, uh, you go to it, and you're supposed to fly through space. But and it you is take not like a, a shuttle. It is it is a hotel. Is it? I kept hearing it. I kept hearing it's days. on the water. That's why it's like a. That's why like every stay is like at least a week. There long. is a water. There is a water feature. It may be because uh, I've been. You know, it's been like probably twenty years since I've been to Disney World. Um, but you know, Florida, there's lakes, there's water everywhere. So a lot of those hotels are right on a lake right behind it so maybe that's what you read uh that you know but it's it's definitely it's in walt disney world and it is super expensive dude okay so for two people how how for two people realistic let me tell you for uh, i i have a pricing chart right here for two people in one cabin it's twelve hundred and nine dollars a night or the total cost would be four thousand eight hundred and nine dollars. 
That's for just two people. Okay, those are starting prices. For three people in a cabin, it's $889 per night. Or if you do the full experience, it's $5,299. For four people per cabin, that's three adults, one child, it's $749 per guest per night. Or if you do the whole experience, it's $5,999. I will not be paying that. I love Star Wars, but I ain't going to pay that. I'm sorry. I will not be taking a fucking child. I think food is included. That's out of that's out of my budget. This is basically role play the hotel. Well, I mean, I think they already have erotic hotels and stuff, but this is yeah. this is a role play. This is Star movie Wars hotel. the movie the hotel. Role exactly. Um, I will. I mean, it sounds kind of cool, kind of cheesy. I'm gonna put this out there, and this is to the universe and to our listeners. Please bump us, get us over the hump, send us to everybody you know and to even people you don't know to the people you like and the people you hate and the people you're indifferent of send them to your enemies blow, blow up our podcast make us world famous so that way going to the stupid thing could be a tax write-off and as a business expenditure and we can all go why the hell not sure send it to your we enemies will. i mean seriously send it to your enemies you know why because we got enemies Danny has an enemy, and I have an enemy. And I Our mortal enemies. Yet. And we may talk about that. Yes, we will. Eventually. And, and honestly, oh, yeah. be I, I just hate people. As evidenced clearly by the fact that... <laughs> You're an equal opportunity hey, hater. And, That's what you, and I love it. People are your enemy. Everyone can catch, everyone can catch these hands. <laughs> and feet. Are they rated E for everyone? Are your fists rated E for everyone? No, they're rated A-O, adults only. Because that's how violent they get. <laughs> or explicit violence. So, yeah. So, I'd like to go to that hotel, but I'm not going to pay those prices. Not, not. That's ridiculous. Look, that $5,000, basically, what you, what you just put out there, that $5,000 could be put towards something less immersive, but more of a vacation. You might, yeah. For that $5,000, you might as well just stay on the resort uh, on the Walt Disney Resort in Orlando, and go to the parks, and just go ride right as a resistance. You could probably get that park hopper and go to all four parks there. Probably, yeah, you could do that too. Probably. Or, or take take that since we're here in California, take that and put it towards that new Magic Key Pass thing that they're doing, and go to Disney. They teased it, but what is it? Uh, so it's basically the new annual pass. It, um, How much is it? Ooh, ooh! I'm gonna have to get you more info for the next episode, but yeah, okay, it's we'll basically look, we'll the new annual passing. They haven't fully announced like all of the benefits. The only thing I know that separates the three tiers is the cheapest tier does not come with parking. You still have to pay for parking when you go, but the top two tiers already already have prepaid parking. I'm sure the bottom tier you has blackout dates too. Probably, yeah. probably, but no, it then, will. It, they they I like mean, to yeah, do that. The ninety percent guarantee is gonna have blackout. The top tier is probably both parks as well, right? Or are they no, it no, time? they're they're doing this for both parks. Like once you buy, even the lowest tier, oh, wow. you can go. But I don't think it. I think the lowest tier is not a hop skip. I think it's you choose one mm. and you're there the whole day. Okay, right. Well, we'll get more information. We'll get back yeah. to you. 
Probably by uh, the time. Don't yell at us, Rob. We don't know. We'll get back. Yeah, by the time we'll back we actually talk about it in full, I will probably have already bought my Wii. Ooh. That's that. That's why I need to know more because I have Angela, my uh, my my tech person, my uh, my financial consultant over there. She is crunching the numbers financially as we speak. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, look, they announced the Star Wars hotel, which I actually double checked right. is a hotel. It's kind of. It kind of sucks that way because I feel like if they had gone and made this an actual cruise line and you have you out at sea for seven days and it's a full immersive experience for those full seven days, that'd be more worth the price tag. A lot, a lot worth more. Because mm-hmm. uh, it would be awesome if it was a cruise, but I mean, because also think about it: if you're in the hotel, just look out the window and. You can see Orlando or something. Or if you walk outside the hotel, you're going to see Orlando and stuff like that. But if you're on a cruise line... I don't line, think you can leave. Probably not, but just, I don't no, know. No, I don't think you can leave the Galactic uh, cruise liner. Maybe, but it just feels... Yeah, I do think I you feel get like though, busted. If you were I, on a ship... I'm curious. First off, the moving in the water, the choppiness of it, would add to it. And on top of that, you're out, you're completely isolated. So you have to be fully immersed in this experience. I think it would but, sell better. But if you think about it, a space cruiser is not going to hit any chop because uh, huh, there's no... there's no uh, Asteroids? Yeah, well, there's asteroids. But what I'm saying is is like you're not going to be well, it hit asteroids. hitting chop in space. Black holes. You could be getting attacked. Well, there could be pirates. And where's Constable Zuvia when you need him? Uh, well... We don't know uh, if he's on the side of the pirates or against pirates, or we don't know. Nobody knows. I, I thought you were about to ask where Nine Nub is. He's dead. No. He's dead. No. He's alive nope, in our hearts. That Solaston piece of garbage. He can go away. Go away. Go away. Go ahead and uh, put number up a picture in, right number here. Number one in your heart. Number one in your brain. Roll it. Nope. Roll Ooh. the clip. Yeah. No. Oh no. wait, we're no, not. We're not. Sorry. What do you think this Sorry, is? The guys. view. Oh, timely God, no. reference. I timely reference. Anyway, so, so uh, so that's so a Danny, letdown. Uh, well, you know, if you, I mean, when you're in that galactic cruiser, I guess you'd be speeding in space. I guess you know. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know anything about speeding because you know, to be speeding, you'd have to be guilty, as we all know. I'm not guilty. <laughs> Oh no! He's out, and he's gone. He's gone. He's out. Good, good lord! I hope he doesn't so. hit that pole on his way out. So we talked about the Field of Dreams. Yep. Which, by the way, the White Sox won eight to nine. Dingers, dingers, dingers! Into the corn. Uh, we talked about Danny's uh, buttoning film career. Uh, we talked about Lewis's wonderful Dead of the. Army of the Dead experience, my Toy Fair, Star Wars Hotel. What more could we talk about? Pretty nerdy, right? Yeah. Gotta love it. Pretty nerdy. It's in the title, but hey, if you guys have something that you guys <laughs> wanted to talk about specifically, nerdy, not nerdy, movie, film, TV, experiences, anything, hit us up. Hey, email us. Email us. At nerdolution at gmail.com. Send us an article, something you want us to talk about. Um, t- 
drop a drop a link to the article on Facebook, facebook.com slash nerdolution podcast. Uh if it's on Twitter, set, hey, tag us tag us with the article at Nerdolution. If it's on Instagram, direct message us at Nerdolution. You can always find us lurking around. We're all there. Monitor, we monitor all we, this. We so check we everything. all can look at any information. So don't don't be hesitant. If it's something specific to one of our takes, if you listen to the show, you kind of try to learn what we like. You know, you want to direct it to one of us? Go ahead and put our names on it, and we'll take a look and we'll we'll see if we can talk about it. Uh, the only thing I will say, um, maybe uh, maybe send the sucio stuff my way. You know, dirty stuff, uh, ugly stuff. Not not this no showering shit. That's too. That's Another level sucio. I oh my god, we're not even gonna get into that. Those but like, fucking you know, you want to send me, you know, you want to send me that nasty shit. Let's do that dirty, dirty. Hey, hey, hey or, no, 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 none oh, of that. Okay. We gotta keep it clean, family friendly. Okay. You want to send me that food porn? Want to send me? Oh, that I can get videos behind. of chocolate lava cakes just dripping. Oh fuck. Uh, oh, I'm gonna order one later. Anyway, all right, we're out. <laughs> we're gonna be out of here. Let's pull, let's pull it to the station, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you like us, if you don't like us, or if you're indifferent, please let us know. We're happy to help. We're happy to improve. We're happy to listen out to everybody. Shout out to Angela for being a dedicated number one female out here repping the brand. No, she's a, she's your shout out. Brand is strong. Uh, love her. Love you guys. Please mask up, backs up. And as always, paciencia and faith to you all. Good night. And I'd like to say thank you for listening. Um, hopefully, we can, if we mask up and we take care of ourselves, and we can get through this tough period in time. Uh, we can meet up. We can hang out. We can shake hands, hug. You're my family. Just like my family, I want to say thank you to them. Because it's, it's all about family. Um, just want to say thank you to them. And you know what? You guys have a great day. Peace. Thank you.